I'm Cam. I'm Casey. And we would be hanging out a lot this summer. But are unfortunately separated by quarantine. He's in Maryland. And he's in New Mexico. So we figured we'd start planning the road trip now. Every week we'll pitch a song to create the perfect road trip playlist. And probably veer off topic quite a bit. So this is... Cam and Casey across the country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know, maybe... I don't know, maybe it's a deeper psychological issue that I don't like having my phone taken so much. I don't know if we want to get into that this episode. I dude, feel like we're ripping I, uh, off sad boys, but... Dude, actually, one of the topics for one of my songs might play into that, because I was going to bring it up while you're talking about it right now. I was like, you know, sometimes like the whole like photo-taking thing is like possibly a masculinity thing. Um, so we might get into that later in the episode. This might be a bigger episode than we think. This could be a little deep, because I was thinking like... With I'm a, I'm cool week, with that like, today. I was always thinking like like when you said main character, part of me was also thinking like superhero. Okay. Bit, you know, okay. Like, and like Fair. how how you view yourself as a main character. Mm-hmm. And like that combined with like this past month of like working out and like dieting so strict. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like this I feel like the month of June has all been about my body image, like how okay. I see myself and like that kind of there's such a stigma around like body image and stuff and i think it's warranted because of how negatively it can affect people sure but i think it's also good to talk about like it's okay to have it's okay to want to change oh 100 percent in a healthy measure you know like it gets problematic when people start going like well i'm just not going to eat for five days like sure. yes yeah, that's of course, concerning of course. But, like, <laughs> that's a potentially medical problem <laughs> that's a, a very <laughs> severe medical issue i think any way Like, I think the most important thing is having a healthy body image. And so if anybody, like any way that somebody can feel that way, I think is good. Like it can become detrimental like anything, but like if somebody is a certain amount of pounds overweight and finding that is losing the weight, sure. If finding like the healthy body image is sort of doing a lot more of kind of an internal sort of thought processing thing um rejecting a lot of external factors and saying i like who i am right now this is like any sort of way that somebody can accept their body i think is a good thing um most of the time i don't usually see a problem with it uh and i think there's always for anything i think there's always room to to improve as long as it's something that like it's brought on by you and not somebody else like if you're like i have a goal i want to get here um whether it's gaining weight losing weight whatever to create that healthy body image. I also think it's good to be like, I have a healthy body image right now. I would like it to get better. Um, Oh yeah. I 100% agree. I think there's a lot of, there's just kind of common misconception where it's like, if someone were to say, Oh, I want to start working out or I want to start dieting that they weren't happy with where mm -hmm. they were. And I don't think that's always the case. Like I, for like the past two years now was basically, you know, I'm five, five and I was like one sixty, which is considered overweight medically. Sure. I never give a f- about that. Like I was very comfortable with where Weight I was. medically is crazy. I'm almost on the overweight scale. It's I think. Yeah. Insane. Like, because so much, there's so many different factors. Like you could be 20 pounds overweight because you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. But you're still medically overweight. Like the weight scale is very skewed and doesn't make a whole lot of sense but like you know the past month i decided you know i've never toned before i've never done this Mm -hmm. so i wanted like i want to try it i want to put myself through it and am i happy with where i'm at right now of course i love the way i love the fact that you know i've lost some weight i love the fact that i'm toning a little bit 
but that doesn't mean I was unhappy a month ago. I oh, was yeah. totally fine with where I was. I just wanted to see, you know, do I do I like this better? Is this an enjoyable lifestyle to have? Right. And unfortunately, I think too often it kind of comes across as like, you know, oh, you shouldn't diet. You know, like you're 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 like you're in a good place you're not overweight it's like that's not that's not why i'm doing this (laughs) (laughs) like i'm just doing this because i want to do it like i'm happy i'm totally fine with where i'm at but like let me try something new and it's interesting because it's like it's we should be more accepting of more like body types and like plus-sized models and even just that phrase plus size models is not a great term. Yeah, it's like it's like right they're now. models. Like it's kind of crazy <laughs> it's like, that it's like say they're models. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to, it's like if they're on a say, billboard, they're a model. Like <laughs> we don't say undersized models. <laughs> they're just models. Minus size models. <laughs> it's just is there it's something that I've always found very interesting. It really is kind of just rejecting all the external factors, which is so hard for like it's so hard forever, mm-hmm. but particularly when you're like young and getting indoctrinated with all of these images like all the time. Um, it's so difficult. And there's also like the added level. I think there is a pretty distinct difference between men and women um, because women, I think it's a lot more explicit. It's like, hey, this is how you should look because this is how everybody looks in the magazines kind of thing. And that's where I think the, the whole like plus size model thing is changing. Um but as far as what I've found for men, at least in myself, it feels a lot more like subtle and a lot more implicit where it's like people don't necessarily talk about it, but men with more ideal bodies get, I think, a lot more praise and it's sort of like anybody else won't get anything. Um, I mean, I know for me, like working out for a while, I was like, oh, I just want to work out to look good, um, which is still kind of the mindset, but it was like honestly a, like rooted in a level of insecurity of like i don't really think i look great now if i put on a little bit more weight if i have a little more muscle i'll look good um as opposed to being like oh i look good now i kind of just want to be healthy and maybe like even improve even like improve the way i look but i am comfortable mm-hmm. with how i look now um which i think took and i think that's still like an ongoing process to be completely honest just do what makes you happy realistically Dude, I think like if you if you want to be bigger Work out and get bigger. If you want right. to be smaller, tone down. Do your thing. Like it should. It doesn't matter what it is, so long as it's a healthy working mechanism. I think it's just like do you <laughs> equating? If you equate happiness with achieving a goal, like that's the problem. Like you might not yeah. be happy. That doesn't mean you can't set goals. But as long as you like understand that, like it's anything. Honestly, like weightlifting, whatever. That's one aspect of it. But like anything. It could be like, I want to, I mean, as far as like creating content, we could be like, we want to make 25 episodes of the podcast, then we'll be happy. But like, ultimately, we're doing this every week because we want to do it. And we have a set goal of making a certain amount of episodes. But if we hit a point where we're like, we're not happy with this anymore, we don't want to do it. It's like, okay, that's not what's making us happy. Because like achieving the goal isn't what's going to make you happy. It is kind of like journey destination thing. Um but that doesn't mean like saying like achieving a goal isn't going to make you happy isn't this is like not the opposite of saying achieving a goal is going to make you sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like right. having a goal is also a good thing, but you can't you can't tie an emotion to it. It's just a goal is there for, because like that's something you're striving to do um, just for your own personal benefit. And so much of like exercising and like 
I guess kind of having a healthier life, like a healthy lifestyle, although I kind of, I kind of think it's way more effective with just working out, but so much of it is mental. Like if you start working out, you probably won't see many results in the first week or two. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that when you look in the mirror in those first weeks, first week or so, you look bigger in the mirror. You're like, yes, I look better. I'm looking like, you know, I'm looking like a superhero. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm looking like that ideal image of myself that I want to strive for. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the the often overlooked aspects of kind of approaching healthier lifestyles. It's like, yes, you know, ultimately, am I working out to achieve a certain body style because I want to look a certain way? Sure, that's definitely a large majority of it. But the other side of it is it makes me feel good. I go to the yeah. gym and I'm a lot happier when I'm working out or you know, I can look in the mirror and my instant reaction is, okay, chief, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like very, like, I feel like I'm hyping myself up when I look in, in the mirror. And I think that's a very positive thing. I think that's very healthy to have a positive image of yourself in mind. And if that takes, you know, going to the gym for an hour today, then so be it. If that takes doing 10 push-ups every night before bed, that's totally fine. Whatever yeah. help you get to that point where, you can kind of see yourself and be proud of what you see. You can, you can, you can be happy with who you are. Um, yeah, doing things like that main character. <laughs> doing things that make you feel good, make you happy, is like just the the thesis of it all. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, what's the episode about? <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was we my, my like, fourth attempt at a segue. Let's start the episode. <laughs> let's start the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a this is this is your topic, right? I think this is this was your week. Yeah, this is main character episode. It's a very vague topic but it's been kind of a trend going around i mean particularly on like tiktok and twitter um of like being the main character and there are usually there's usually a song the songs or like a sound associated with that i mean personally for me that comes to mind is sort of like just coming of age movies like that's what being a main character is like a lot of the meme kind of exemplifies that but also that's just kind of what my interpretation of it is well my first song i was going to choose um a song that well, I was going to choose a Phoebe, like one from the new Phoebe Bridgers album because I'm like obsessed with it right now. But who isn't at this point? Best album of 2020 without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt. But for one, I didn't know if you were going to do it. And two, I wanted to pick something with like a little bit more of um, not necessarily memories attached to it, but something that I've like sat with a little bit longer. Um, I didn't want to pick something like spontaneously, even though I do think like that album phoebe bridges album is going to stick with me for a long time i just want to like pick something a little bit different and a lot of people know that album because it's out right now so i figured i'd pick an artist that i i figured a lot of people do know but maybe maybe some don't and an artist that uh you myself and all of our friends are very attached to so my song is pristine by snail mail I picked this song because what I thought of for main character is the coming of age kind of vibe. I have a playlist on my phone just called A24. What's the description? Playlist to listen to while you're riding a blue bicycle by the beach when it's breezy and you want to pretend you're an indie romantic comedy. I wrote that when I was like Jesus. 16, probably 15, 16. Um, the most angsty description. <laughs> dude, but it's a good playlist for when you want to do that. <laughs> um, this song has the 
like I think it has the like sound behind a lot more of much like a lot music that's a lot more mature, but it has the feelings of what it's like to be a teenager because she's like only eighteen or something. And I liked the idea of I like the idea of you feeling you're, like you're more mature than you are. I think that's like kind of an like a um character trait of being a main character for me. It's like you always sort of romanticize things and you like not not in a narcissistic way, but you're like I would like to be the best version of myself and I like you always feel like you're more mature than you are. And so this song almost kind of exemplifies that. Um critics love this song. It's I think it's very mature, but it's the emotion behind it is fantastic. She's also from Maryland, so I think that's really fun. Um and she's super young and very talented. So I just love this song. I love that you chose like a real life main character. Like for you, yeah. the main character is like coming of age right. in like real life. And, you know, immediately I think of movies like Booksmart, for example, like that kind totally. of like very stereotypical um, youthful coming of age. Um, I think the song does fit that perspective very well. Yeah, it. I mean, I think the idea of like fully being in the moment and romanticizing like where you are, I've really connected with recently um given the fact that we can kind of only be where we are with quarantine um like i think that's kind of as much as i have disliked a lot of what's going on um the idea that we're like literally not living for tomorrow like the idea of tomorrow is kind of like gone in a sense like we can't plan for the future there's nothing there's no expectations and so I really like the idea of living in the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, I think of movies like Lady Bird, Perks Being a Wallflower, like all those kinds of stories about kind of fitting in with who you think you are. And we talked about this a little bit in the intro, but just like doing what makes you happy. And I got into um, minimalism recently as like a philosophy there's a documentary on Netflix called Minimalism, and then the two guys that have it started a podcast. And you know, I had to be listening to the podcast. So it's like, well, of course, <laughs> the whole philosophy is that it's like, it's about having minimal, like tangible objects, but more so, it's not like, let me get rid of everything. It's more of like everything that I own, I want to have intention behind it. Like, I don't want to buy things just to buy things. Like, if I go to a store and I see a knickknack that I've never seen before, and I like it, do I really want it? Like, is that really going to add value to my life? Or is it really just like, oh, I think it looks cool. Let me take it and put it on my desk and then put it in my drawer and forget about it. Um, and I've really connected with that because I like the idea of sort of like planning out, like, what do I want my life to look like right now as opposed to what I want it to look like in the future? Um, like, what do I want my wardrobe to look like? What books do I want to own? Um, even like, what video games do I want to actually own? So like, I think that there are, like I've really connected with minimalism as a thing recently. And I think that's for me that coincides with what being a main character is. Cause it's like, I want to have intention behind maybe not everything. Cause that can be exhausting sometimes, but intention behind like the majority of things that I do or want to be doing. I understand the like minimalistic mm -hmm. philosophies. I feel like I even kind of subscribed to it um, when I was younger, 
like even when our school built like a tiny house like around that time i was like totally tiny houses are the future like that is so cool mm-hmm. and i've come to grips recently that that's just not who i am yeah bro i'm sure. such a materialistic person like sure. i collect everything like i have to like manifest material i guess sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah just very i like having um a lot of stuff i like the very the grandiose appeal of just having stuff yeah it gives a sense of importance to everything to be like sure. i have so much of this i don't really yeah i just like having stuff <laughs> yeah i don't think there's an myself. inherent i don't think there's an inherent problem with that either i like um i think it's really just like whatever the person behind it wants or like whatever that like it's just different types of people i remember there was a french teacher when i came to key in third grade um i think her name was madame curio and she said to us on the first day because we we're all third graders and she was like i have a special ability that whenever i interact with somebody long enough become close with them i can tell them what their bedroom looks like so she was like by the by the midpoint of the year i can probably tell all of you guys what your bedroom looks like and we were like no way oh wow <laughs> and then uh and then like that time came and i she like i went to her and she was like you like uh your bedroom is usually messy, but you prefer it clean. And I was like, no, I like it messy. Cause I was like, in and I wanted to prove her <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of stuck with me because I honestly feel like when things are physically messy or like I have a lot of stuff out and about, my brain feels very messy. Like I feel very cluttered that I like can't think straight, oh, can't do anything. Yeah. Um, like whenever my room is messy, I'm much more likely to like not work out, sit on my bed. And I think there is a psychological effect behind that. Like, I think that's kind of like a proven thing. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, so like that, that includes stuff. So even if things are clean, but I have a lot of them, like I had a lot of clothes, um, and all of them were clean and folded in my drawer, but I'm like, I have too many clothes. Like I need to get rid of, I don't wear half this stuff. And I feel like, and then once I purged all of it, like I recently just purged my books because I was like, I only want to own the books that I like haven't read or really like. And once I did that, I was like, I felt so much better. I was like, okay, I can really like focus on what I want to read and like have more intention on like what specific books I want to buy. And even like that goes on with like clothes. It's like, oh, I don't have a lot of shirts that are orange or yellow or whatever. Like maybe I can focus on that in the future. Um so it's just something that's felt really good to me. I don't know. I really like that philosophy. Marie Kondo would be so proud of you. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's funny because like you kind of have you just talked about you this fondness for like minimalism, and you feel like your your main character is very much so like a coming of age, mm-hmm. um, youthful type character. And I'm I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm like I love my materials. I love my things. Good, you can have all and my materials. All, I'll give them to you. Honestly, <laughs> don't say stuff like that. Dude, I think you already own a couple. You already own a couple of my shirts. I can give you the ones I, I get definitely rid of. do. <laughs> but even with like the main character thing, like your your idea of the main character felt very grounded, very mm-hmm. realistic, like something everyone kind of can go through if they haven't already gone through it. Right. I went in the total opposite direction. Cool. I'm excited. Like a main character, I was like, I immediately thought of. The, like kind of fictional characters that always have these like wacky 
circumstances happen to them and it, mm. it gives them a sense of purpose like it's usually this character who's lost a lot or it doesn't start from you know very high places but is then given a status by like a quest or an adventure you know the very stereotypical cool, yeah like, fictional um and i don't want to get too deep in this episode but fuck it, i figure why we're gonna not? get deep dude my next topic we're totally gonna get deep i don't care <laughs> but i feel like I have such an appeal for those because I wish I had like an adventure to give my life meaning. Like okay. I wish that I was like, you know, I wish some Greek god came down and was like, Cameron, you stole uh, those the lightning bolt, like Percy Jackson. And I'd yeah, be like, no, yes, I... this is my life now. Oh yeah. But instead it's like, you know, I'm in college, I'm majoring in something that interests me. And I'm like, I, I don't know what the next, I don't know what my life looks like three years from now after college. I could yeah. be anywhere. And that's, you know, that's, that's an uncomfortable feeling. So I feel like I take comfort in like these kind of like fantastical situations where it's like, you know, this poor kid is probably going through very uh, very similar emotions, very much like, what is my life going to be? You know, who am I? And then like out of nowhere, they're on a quest or they're on an adventure, you know, they're on this. Um, and this is all building up to a a crazy wacky song. That's very insightful. Yeah. It's such a leap, (laughs) but basically, so the song that shows are songs that kind of give me that feeling of like, I'm on a quest. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing some something cool. I'm like, there's this epic encore going on around me. Like it's a showdown. And I thought, what better way to represent that than like an old western? Like you know, okay. like a duel, like the whole town is like gathered sure. around you. You're like the focus is on you and ma- and like one other person. Mm-hmm. Like you are the main character. And so for that reason, I had to go with a EDM inspired country <laughs> song by David Guetta. Oh my it's god! Called, it's called Lovers on the Sun. I love this song. I feel like um, I mean, this is definitely inspired because I'm in Albuquerque right now. But mm. I just you can imagine like riding through a desert in this song, the sun beating down. You're like, I don't know, on some kind of adventure type shenanigans. It feels very, very grandiose, very um, inspirational, I suppose. Yeah. If you could pick, if you could pick any adventure, like any genre of fantasy type adventure, and like fantasy meaning like it could be anything. What would it be? I feel like it would have to be. I feel like my instinct is like Percy Jackson esque. I feel oh like my, that was yeah. the, the like story I gravitated to most when I was younger. Just like that idea of like. I feel like this is gonna be very telling of who I was when I was younger, but whatever, I'll expose myself. But it's like this idea of like. He basically gets indoctrinated by this like camp of other kids who are all kind of his age and all like feeling the same way. So it's like mm. immediately he has like this group of people who are like friends and almost family. And like he has his very close friends. And then he goes on adventures with those friends with like Greek gods with like, you know, like the circumstances are crazy. Like the stakes are so high every time. Dude, any I was obsessed with Percy Jackson. Like any sort of like fantasy where you basically have a superpower like mm-hmm. any day of the week like that's the thing that's oh, why yeah. i think i latched on to percy jackson more than harry potter because harry potter like you had the wand like you kind of had like an external factor but like percy jackson like could just control water like no oh, yeah. no so external sick. instrument needed no 
and it was just so like it was magical that's like the best way to put it is like you know as much as harry potter is about magic mm-hmm. it also felt like you go to school and you learn stuff. yeah <laughs> like percy jackson yeah, like, is like oh, you can water bend like yeah I think and it's I like and you're at a camp love. yeah exactly you're in a camp it's yeah. summer camp year round it's you're summer like camp and also you've got powers yeah totally yeah exactly and like there's definitely there definitely has to be love involved like come on i'm corny well, of course like, totally. there has to be like an epic dude i think you would be because like i feel like i've studied it i mean i haven't studied everything about it but like it's exhausted in film class and i don't know if you w- would read it in any of your classes you should read the hero with a thousand faces by joseph campbell we talked about that in the two mythology classes I took yeah. sophomore year. How much I mean, like that influenced like the modern interpretation of myth? Yeah, that sounds really pretentious. It's it's very pretentious <laughs> to me to say read Joseph Campbell on a podcast. Like that's like a double fucking whammy. Um cuz like there are definitely some pretty valid criticisms of it, but it is kind of fascinating like every like the monomyth idea. But yeah, every mm-hmm. myth has to have a story, totally. Or a, a love story. This might, I don't know if you've ever thought of, like, specifically thought about this, and this might be sad. When, when do you, how old do you think you were when you, like, accepted the fact that nothing, like, magical would happen to you? Beginning of high school-ish. Maybe late middle school, but I feel like late middle school, I was still holding on to, like, a shred of hope that, like, something would happen. Right. But I feel like maybe, like, 14, I was like, damn. I'm like, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just a dude. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be a dude. (laughs) I got no magic superpowers or anything like that. Like I'm just I'm just chilling. Yeah, I feel like it was maybe a little bit later, like 13, 14. Cuz I feel like you really like you really lose that as an adult that it's like I feel like I believed in not necessarily believed in magic, but like was open to the idea of it for a very very long time. Mhm. Like imagination is something that I feel like I've always I've thought about that recently. I've been going on hikes with this is maybe too sad right now, but like I've been going on hikes recently with my family and when I used to go on hikes when I was younger, like go out kind of in the woods or whatever, like a nature trail, I would be thinking about all this stuff of like, maybe not like trolls and fairies, but like creatures and stuff in the woods and like people doing shit. And like, now I'm just like, Oh, I just be walking. (laughs) Like My imagination doesn't wander as much as it used to. And I feel like I got to like retrain my brain to do that. I think it's possible for sure. But I gotta redo yeah. it. Are we gonna become Buddhists? It's tempting. Honestly, I don't think we like can become those religions. white men, though. I love Buddhism, but I don't know if no. I can be like that white. I guy. can appreciate those religions, but we mm-hmm. can't become those people. <laughs> just, we yeah. already have a podcast. <laughs> we'll have a religion episode. I love talking about religion, but I feel like it's too heavy for today. Yeah, we're already talking about a lot of stuff today. Speaking <laughs> of heavy, oh, the next song. The next song I chose, I was obsessed with it last, like, winter 2018, 2019, I think. Um, I don't know. It's a song that I thought I could have picked this for, like, the lyrics episode. Like, I am in love with these lyrics. I think they're very clever. Um, I actually don't really have a preface for this song. I just think it's a very great song. It's called Boys Will Be Bugs by Cave Town. I feel stupid, ugly, pretend it doesn't bother me. Not very strong, but I'll fuck you up if you're mean to bugs. Dude, I love this song. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I picked it for main character because, like, for me, a lot of the the movies that I that I like picture when I think of main character are like coming of age stories, but they're usually like young girls, which I obviously like. I'm in love with those movies. I think it's great. Um, and a lot of like indie singer songwriters, I also kind of associate with women. Um, and so I kind of wanted to pick a coming of age type song that felt very specific to like young boys and men. And the lyrics in this one are very like, it's like, here's what I did like growing up as a boy. And it's like, some of it was good and some of it was bad. And I like how it's like, like, I think nowadays in particular, um, we were talking about it with like certain aspects of body image kind of get shamed now, but different versions than what used to. And I think that's kind of the case with like masculinity that it's like, let's throw out all of masculinity, which I completely understand the sentiment. Like there's a big, big glaring problem. Um, <laughs> but like growing up as a boy, I wanted to be very masculine um and there are aspects of masculinity that i really appreciate and really like feel like i latch onto or aspire to latch onto and i like that this song kind of talks about that in a in a very like cutesy innocent way um but still pretty poignant the chorus of boys will be bugs is don't mess with me i'm a big boy now and i'm very scary i punch my walls stay out at night and i do karate don't message <laughs> me because i won't reply i want to make you cry isn't that how it's supposed to be? Boys will be bugs. Damn. Um, it's going to bring the heat. No, I love, I also just like am obsessed with the concept of masculinity because it's something that's like usually talked about in, in a negative light. And I like, I'm very curious how that lens has kind of shaped everything that I've done, everything that I've like watched. Because um, like I said earlier, a lot of my friends are women too. And so like, I feel like I have a very different experience. Um, I mean, I feel like I know that I had a very different experience being socialized in American culture. Um, so I was like, I think the question that I kind of had with this one was like, are there any aspects of masculinity that like you feel like you fall into that you think are either positive or negatives and like, I don't know, reflections on it. Like aspects that are positive aspects of masculinity. Sure. I mean, you can go either route. I I like analyzing some of the positive positive aspects, but if you feel like you want to talk more about the negatives, like I I won't pin that. Whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. It's I think I like the fact that I mean we talked about this forever in our intro, but like as a guy, like I can just go to the gym and like do my thing because it's expected that as a guy, mm -hmm. like it's masculine to work out. It's masculine to like lift heavy sh and groan <laughs> but like i can go about doing things that make me happy completely unquestioned you know i can sure. be like i'm going on a run and i'm gonna exhaust myself and people are like nice dude good sh this is what you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah i don't know i think there's a lot of things i don't spend a lot of time thinking about it probably not as much as i should but there's definitely a lot of things that i get away with and can just appreciate unquestioned because I'm a, I'm a dude. Yeah, I don't know. I've always like just liked exploring the idea of masculinity because it's something that I like rejected for a little bit, like at the beginning of high school when I was getting more into like social activism. Um, but like, it's hard to like it's impossible to deny like my upbringing is like so attached to what it is to be a man and like masculine. 
And we're talking about with mm-hmm. that like idea with body image and like I've also think a lot of the traits that are associated with masculinity I've found like that I really appreciate, but I appreciate them in a different way. So like a big thing of masculinity is like strength, but a lot of times strength is like seen as stoicism where it's like I'm not I'm unfeeling. But I've found like a lot right. of strength in being vulnerable. And I think that that is an aspect of masculinity that should like people might not see that as an aspect of masculinity, but I personally feel it's very masculine to be like, I'm going to talk about these things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like any sort of way that you feel like I'm being a strong character, like being kind. It's like my character is very strong and it might not be my physical strength or like my um feel like presence like my strong presence but it's like being kind being vulnerable is an aspect of masculinity just as much as it's an aspect of femininity um that kind of like manifests themselves in different ways i don't know i've always just like a like and i think that this song in particular exemplifies like there are good aspects of it and there are also bad aspects of it but they're they're both kind of rooted in the same thing it's just how you take it and how you analyze it because a lot of people who are quote unquote very masculine are like shitheads, like terrible people. <laughs> and they're like kind of taking masculinity as like, I want to be the aggressor, as opposed to being like masculinity is about strength in myself and then I can reflect that onto other people. But it's kind of rooted in the same thing. It's just how you take it. I love gender politics. Like I love looking at the differences between how people are like socialized in like sociology classes and like kind of like a film lens a lot of time it's like how are certain characters treated differently how do the how does the public respond to specific characters i've just always found that very fascinating but it is dinner time so if you want to move on to the, your final song all right good thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. We'll, well i don't have a whole lot to say about this last one but this one always makes me feel like a star a hero of some kind but also cool. like it makes me feel like the main character who's going through it, but everyone else doesn't see it. It's mm-hmm. so like everyone else is just like, yeah, like this main, like, yeah, you go, you're the main character, but the main character is like in their bag. <laughs> like people just don't see it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I associate this one with sports more than anything. Probably because okay, cool. the album title is just a bunch of sport trophies, but this is the middle, like Jimmy E world. Yeah, I don't think it's an unpopular opinion to think this song is a very main character very song. Very main character. Used in tons of movies about coming of age and main character. Main char- every movie has a main character. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just very very much so feels um, like this is the kind of song I would listen to on the bus ride back after losing an away game 15-0. You know what I mean? Like You're just sitting there like, oh my god, why do I play this sport? But, you know, everything's going to be all right. That's, like, the main tag of the song is, you know, it's going to be okay. Just keep keep doing your thing. And it just, it just sounds very main character-y. I picture this almost as, like, a middle school song. Like, it's kind of steeped in, like, young kid angst. Like, I picture, like, a kid with a really heavy backpack running away from, like, a group of bullies, like, down a suburban street trying to get home. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's very, like, in the same way. I feel like it's, like, almost a paralleled song to uh the snail mail song pristine 
it's like mm-hmm. kind of the same like super mature and immature at the same time i i don't know yeah one of the aspects that, that i get from this song too is it's like everything's gonna be all right about something that's very insignificant mm-hmm. like when i think about this one like the reason like like the sports analogy i used earlier like yes maybe you just lost the game 15 to nothing at the end of the day though it's just a game like everything's gonna be all right like sure. it's not like it's not about something major and it's very humbling it's like i feel like this song is very much so directed to like the hubris of a main character of like remember who you are and yeah. like the significance of your actions and stuff like not everything is going to change the world i think the title of the song is pretty like specific too that it's like you're not you might not be the best but you're not gonna be the worst like everyone's kind of in the middle um definitely yeah in kind of every aspect whether it's like you personally or like the things you do or like where you are in life like even if you're in like the top of your class like you're probably in the middle somewhere else like everyone's just trying to make it by oh i i remember a very specific moment watching um i went to go see edge of 17 with my friend and well a couple friends but I was talking with her and she was like, she was like the most, one of the most popular people in the high school. Like everyone liked her. She was fun to be around. She was attractive. Like she had a lot of friends. And after we watched Edge of 17, she was like, damn, that was so relatable. And Edge of 17 is all about like being an outcast. And that's when I was kind of like, oh, everyone feels like an outcast. Like it doesn't matter how popular you are. Like, Maybe if you have no empathy and are, like, a sociopath, but, like, (laughs) every person is, like, damn, I'm not doing as hot as I could be. Like, I think everybody really is kind of in the middle. So what is, uh, what's next week, then? I feel like all my ideas are just revolving around this week's idea. I guess songs that, um, songs that make you realize your size in the universe. So, like, things that are, like, humbling. Humbling, I like that. Like, you're like, I'm just a dude on a rock tumbling through the universe. <laughs> like, it just, you make it. Existential. These don't have to be sad. Yeah, existential. I okay. Think a good way of putting it. Cool. I can dig that. Well, this was a very good episode. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Love you too. And I love literally all the listeners. <laughs> I hope that all of you are doing well. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Damn, editing this is going to be on. <laughs> Dude, you might want to stop recording. No, keep it going. You keep it going.